Hey, hey, everyone. It's me, John. And me, Louise. And you're listening to I Have a Great Idea, But I'll Never Do It. That's our jingle. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is a great American podcast where we talk about great ideas that we have that we'll never do. Yeah. I don't know uh, why I just said they... American. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> uh, well, we're not in Switzerland. All of the other episodes were recorded in Switzerland. Yeah. That's not true. That's no. a complete lie. Uh, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Louise is in New York City. Maybe our uh, satellite through outer space to connect us oh. also tipped off in Switzerland. We don't Maybe know. Maybe it's like bouncing off of a signal somewhere right above Switzerland. Yeah. And that's what we're that's what we're feeling. I'm feeling Swiss style. Yeah, I'm feeling really Swiss style. Although yeah. I'm also feeling really American because I said that. Hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> And what a time to to feel American, huh? Anyway, different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, this is the podcast where we talk about all the great ideas that we have that we will most likely never do. I'm not going to, you know, never is a really strong word. Sure is. Even though it's in the title of our podcast. Um, But, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. No. And... You know, I don't. I like to. I'm a black and white kind of gal. Like absolutes are are good by me. Um, <laughs> but I also, you know, freedom freedom to change if I feel it. Never hold yeah, me totally. to my never. Yeah. Oh, and just a heads up for everyone out there: if for any, if for some reason there maybe isn't a podcast that goes up, uh, you know, in like a couple weeks or whatever. I okay it is for sure that between this podcast and the next episode I will have become a father Woo! so I know so uh if there's any lag in anything it's because I'm like figuring out how to keep a person alive mm-hmm. yeah so um that's where I'm at with that I have a feeling it's gonna happen today because first of all last night was a full moon so I'm told this morning, our electricity went out for a few minutes, and it was weird. And then when it came back on, I went to go take a shower, and I was like in the shower, and the entire like uh, tension rod with the shower curtain fell down, and I was like, "Things are spooky today." Yeah, something is going to happen. Oh man, I wonder if she's a clock stopper. <gasps> oh my god, I hope not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope so. What a cool superpower. I hope so for her sake, but for my sake, that sounds like it would be problematic. (laughs) Like, she'd be like, I don't like the way that things are going down. I'm going to use my superpowers and totally screw over my dad. (laughs) My dad is going to get it. Stopping (laughs) all the clocks. All of them. Uh, I'm I'm actually wondering, like, do I have any clock-related ideas? I don't, but... I think that they pretty much all have to do with electricity. No, they all have to do with science. Okay. They're all kind of like science-y. 
you know? Okay. How, how about you? Did you have any like themes for your ideas for this episode? Uh, the only, uh, mine is kind of like a techno- technological idea. Oh, um, okay. But it's, I don't know how many people it will serve other than me and if it will make people more upset than happy. But huh. let me just go for it. Go for um, it, please. Chris is super into watches, speaking of clocks and clock stoppers. Mm-hmm. And he's been going a oh, little bit overboard with buying changeable straps. Okay. And so maybe every other day we get a small box that has like two or three or five or seven <laughs> different colored <laughs> patterned watch straps that he can put on and off like four or five different watch faces that he has. In any case, I should talk because (laughs) I also have a problem, but it's more just consumerism where I'll lay in bed at night and think, I should really buy those pants. And I think we do need a new duvet cover. And uh, I know John doesn't like fitted sheets, but we just need a new one. And so I will just online shop at nighttime and forget that it happened. So I'll get Ooh. boxes and be like, what is what is this? And so no, no. Um, oh, I was going to say chemicals, but is that right? Like, mm. no, no drugs or alcohol. Mm. I'll just come out and say it. Okay. Involved, just sleepiness. And yeah. things will come. And so the idea to get around to it is a delay on a purchase Mm. that you might make at a time where you're not sure you're making it. So I don't know if that messes with shipment due dates and whatever, but maybe you could adjust it on your device to be like, if I have purchased this thing between the hours of, you know, 2 a.m. and 4 a.m., don't let me buy it. Right. Or maybe it's the kind of thing where... If between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m., that's when you like you made your you checked out or whatever, it doesn't fully check out until maybe like 10 a.m. the next morning and it like pings you to be like, do you, you really sure want you want to do this? Yeah, yeah. I need I kind of need that. You know, it's so it's funny that you bring all this up for a couple of reasons. Uh, so first of all. Uh, Laura, my wife, uh, she and I have, uh, we're really good at dealing with like conflicts and we are pretty good when it comes to like making compromises about things. And, you know, she has some things that she wants me to get on board with in terms of like decluttering things and making sure that things have a proper place and whatever. And I had noticed that, uh, uh, at the time that she was mentioning this, the house did seem a little cluttered because there were a lot of empty shipment boxes that had been piling up from things that she had ordered, whether they be whether they're impulsive or it's just like I read an article and we need this or our baby's going to die like instantly, you know, like mm-hmm. there's so many things out there. So uh, we just have like this huge influx of shipments coming to the house. So. I said, I will work on making sure that, you know, things have a home, uh, but I need you to 
work on ordering less things online if there's something that you need let's see if we can find it locally so we have less packaging material Mm -hmm. um yeah and then if we can't then we do it you know order it online so uh you know it's also Uh, super crazy that you bring up like cluttering because for the month of july i've decided to do the minimalist challenge really which is on the first day you get rid of one thing on the second day you get rid of two things on the third day you get rid of three things and so on Mm -hmm. and i noticed immediately that i was going to have a huge problem when it got into be like the when it gotten to be oh my when it gotten God. to be you guys <laughs> i've been researching some things and now i'm developing some weird mannerisms um oh no but when it when it's gotten to be the 26th 27th 28th 29th 30th and i have to continue this challenge i'm gonna have mm-hmm. a really hard time however i've already thought about it you know what it's gonna be what's that documents I'm just going to scan you over to documents and be like, and that's one, and that's 12, and that's... And then your final object that you can get rid of is the paper shredder that you had purchased in order to destroy the documents. (laughs) (laughs) I might just light them on fire. Ooh, then your lighter can be the final Mm -hmm. thing that you get rid of. Because Um, I just feel like for the past 10 years, I've had one kind of a job and mm -hmm. worn a particular kind of clothes and then mm-hmm. recently, having not had that job, um, been like, oh, I need all these clothes. And then went a little overboard with the online purchasing at hours right. of the night. And then now I'm like, do I need all these? I have too many clothes. They don't fit places. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Or just like silly things. Like people will give me little trinkets for whatever reason. Like this mm-hmm. is a notepad and it's shaped like an L, which is not efficient for taking notes of <laughs> any kind practical. or anything. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't even have a desk. I should just get rid of this or don't, I mean like not throw it away, but donate it yeah. to someone else who wants to give a meaningless gift. That's not useful at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that there's definitely, ooh, just next to the microphone. There's something to be said about, you know, decluttering and getting rid of things. Um, you have a you live in a small apartment. Yep. So there's definitely incentive to, you know, clear some stuff out. Um I live in a a big place and it's easy to accumulate things because it's like, well, I can put it there, I can put it there, and there's more options and then after a while you're just like, Why do I have all this stuff? Mm-hmm. So I have those- like a deeper question if we can keep going on this theme. You mm-hmm. are the baby of three. Right. I am the only. What is of your... Of one. Re- uh, what? You're the, the only, only of, of one. one. <laughs> um, what is your relationship to things that are yours or things that were handed down to you and like your mom saying things like you guys have to get rid of this or like what is your... What's your story about that? I don't remember ever really being told that I have to get rid of things. Um, I never really accumulated too much stuff. Uh, And I was always pretty good at just like trashing things. If I was like, I haven't looked at this in five years. Will I ever need to look at it again? Probably not. So uh, I'm pretty good at getting rid of stuff. I'm not a sentimental person. uh, Or not an overly sentimental person. Because there are certainly things that I'll be like... 
like uh, when you and I, and we've talked about this before, when we went to a wedding together in St. Louis, uh, I we took some photo booth photos. Oh. And I have those sitting somewhere. They don't take up any space. No. But it's like... I don't need to get rid of that. You know, that that was a lot of fun. And that it's Louise. Fun. And, you know, it's like if you and I had like drifted apart and weren't really buds anymore, I might not be holding on to things like that as right. long. But I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but that type of thing takes up no space. Um, right. It's bigger flat. items. It's small. I. Yeah, bigger items I really have no sentimental feelings towards. Um, yeah, I don't know. We go to Goodwill to drop stuff off like three times a month, maybe. I uh, live across you know. the street from Housing Works, and I feel mm-hmm. like at least once a season, we drop off three or four bags worth of stuff, whether it's just like, And these were those gifts that I got from that person for, you know, Christmas. And I didn't Mm want to not take them because that apparently causes too much of a problem, even though I feel like I've got my own opinions about that. And we've perhaps talked about that in the past, but (laughs) I'm never going to wear this thing or these socks or whatever. And somebody could wear socks. So why not? Right. And they're brand new. Um, Yeah. Oh, we've been getting a lot of like brand new baby stuff where we're just like we're never gonna put our kid in this so somebody who's going to the thrift store who needs clothing for their baby will be very happy to find something that still has a tag on it yeah (laughs) yeah well my relationship Um, to stuff and things is um i'm an only right and i i can't remember if it was like my mom or my cousins or just the daycare that I was at but I was always maybe it's probably just like ingrained into my personality but I'm like I will be the best at everything including sharing however when it was my own room like my my mom's rule growing up was kind of like if it's in your room and it's got a place you can keep it if it's in the Mm -hmm. rest of my house I get to decide so I would put like everything that I had in my room, in my closet, in my toy box, under my bed, in Tupperware, like whatever. I like had all my stuff that I needed. And one year I went away to music camp because I was Mm -hmm. the coolest. Of course. And um, music camp was two weeks long and it was sleepaway camp. And I came back and like half of my belongings were gone. My room was recarpeted and repainted in different colors that I did not choose. Like, and I, like I said, I was at sleepaway camp and I'm pretty sure I was out of elementary school. Definitely. Like I wasn't Mm -hmm. in fifth grade or something. I'm pretty sure I was in like eighth grade and or a freshman in high school. And this happened. Mm -hmm. So I, really felt violated yeah and so that trauma still to this day like haunts me and so I I will go through things even clothes Mm -hmm. that don't look good that don't fit and be like oh but I remember the very first time that I wore this and then that person said this to me and I will wear it again I promise and I'll fold it and put it back again (laughs) <laughs> I I feel like that's come up before. Yeah. 
But yeah, I Mayor, come on, man. So this is a super hard challenge for me, and I'm already nine days in, and I'm doing really yeah. well. Good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So I have a few things to kind of um, spin off of that one. But uh, one of my ideas that I actually never wrote down, and I've, I have a feeling that this has to exist, but uh, I, like a lot of people I know, and it's a popular device, own an Apple Watch, and I have never really liked the silicon like watch band that came with it but my options are a little limited the like there's nylon ones but they're like kind of meh and then there's the then there's like the steel ones which are prohibitively expensive and also like what am i my grandfather yeah wears those and then i then there's the leather ones and i don't do leather but i like the look of that uh and i have plenty of uh like faux leather bands for watches and i feel like there needs to be some sort of adapter that can take watch bands that aren't designed for an apple watch and you know to kind of fit them in to use with the apple watch there has to be a thing that exists like that right i don't think so i think they've got the cornered market or wait do you the mean also cornered? in the terms of <laughs> <laughs> that uh casetify like has to wait till they get the the measurements for all of their oh, cases yeah. for the for iPhones and iPads but so you don't have to buy an Apple iPhone case right. if you want a case like you mean like that but for watch bands like somebody just, has to have the specifications an ad- just an adapter but that's like all you need is just the the piece that goes in there the measurements for that yeah. and then you can there has to be there has to be. Uh, there was another thing that I, what you were just talking about, made me mayor. think about. Being my, crazy. No, not Mayor. Mayor's got enough enough time on, on this podcast. I love you, Mayor. Um, Speaking of, side note, Chris and I went out with an old college friend of his last week for uh, mm-hmm. sunset drinks on the river, and we were talking, and he was like, oh, yeah, Mayor, and... In my head. So I did a show in April. I know we've talked about it, but Mayor came to my show and so did Chris's college friend. But he Uh left immediately after the show because he had some place to be. And we went out for like socializing and drinks after the show. And so Chris had just assumed that Alan had met my mom Mm -hmm. after my show. And he was like, Shout out, Alan, by the way. Shout out. And he was like, No, no, I know her from the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) She's famous. Super shout out, Alan. Uh, I remember the other thing I was thinking of that you were talking about. So we were talking about bringing things to like, uh, you know, thrift stores or whatever. Um, recently, I, I I replaced a few lighting fixtures in my house. Uh, one of them was just like kind of ugly. And another one was in the baby's room. And it just, it had like an exposed light bulb situation and I was like that's really harsh to look at and I just don't love that that's you know in that room and I personally wasn't a big fan of the thing anyway so um I actually am planning maybe I'll do that today bringing them to this place called the rebuilding center which is like architectural salvage type stuff and just donating it to them um but what the idea that I had that is that was brought on when I was changing these lighting fixtures so 
Have you ever changed a lighting fixture, Louise? Ah, have I ever? Have you ever? You have? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there was one time. Something... Uh, just a quick side note, because think mm-hmm. about Bear, where I was in her bedroom, because she had a TV in her bedroom, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a TV in my bedroom, and I was in there, and she had a ceiling fan, and I was just in there watching TV, and the ceiling fan like dropped out of the ceiling. So <sighs> my uncle Mark and I changed that whole lighting fixture. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so. I, my my house is pretty old. Mm-hmm. It's from the 20s. And, you know, the wiring is a little suspect. Uh, everything is fine. But like, you know, when you're when you're changing out a lighting fixture or a ceiling fan, it's a very archaic method of like taking exposed wire mm-hmm. and like twisting it together mm-hmm. and like putting these caps on and mm-hmm. stuff. And things don't always necessarily fit right and you have to get like adapter plates to do stuff and it's just kind of like clunky so there needs to be something that like can you just have to rewire not rewire but to install one thing and then every other uh lighting fixture that you buy you can just kind of like snap on and twist and you're good to go so it's just like a, an adapter to make it all just plug and play and you're you don't have to worry about yeah. you know if you're going to zap yourself like this thing is just done once maybe you call an electrician if you're not feeling comfortable uh they get everything all set up and you know every lighting fixture you get from then on you just kind of put the adapter plate on and just go pop and it's good to go yeah i like it yeah when I did the first lighting fixture, it was like, uh, I don't know, is this the right way to do it? Here, let's get, buy some fire extinguishers yeah. just in case. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was one of mine. Yeah. You had said something that that I was going to comment on too, but now I can't remember what it was and I was going to write it down and I was like, no, I won't forget. And then I did. During this whole spiel? Yeah. It right, had so something to do bringing with, stuff um, to the architectural salvage place. Uh, electricity being really weird and archaic and having to. Oh, I remember. Twist. OK. You said my house is from the 20s. And yes, I got I like I had like a weird get stuck in the Matrix moment where I was like, holy crap. Pretty soon we're going to have to differentiate what 20s. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the roaring 20s again. Oh, I can't wait. Yes, I can. Oh, man. And boy, oh, boy, will we be roaring. For things, that is kind of crazy. Things, right? Ugh. Ugh. How did people do it when, you know, who were born, let's say, like in the late uh, 1800s, once it was the 20th century, were they just like, oh, man, it's about to be 1920. We can't call it the 1820s the 20s anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we should we should try to look up some documentation, some letters or something that people <laughs> w- wrote when they were like, oh, man, I feel so weird. Yeah. <laughs> man, it's so crazy. <laughs> Ugh, it's so crazy. It feels so weird. Yeah, it's just like someone's uh, old, like, tweets from a hundred years before tweets were a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it's like isn't it isn't it crazy how it's gonna be the 20s again weird they're like just like sitting out shuffling through papers ah oh, so weird 
<laughs> you should send this this thought to all of my friends. Yeah, I'm gonna submit this to the paper. <laughs> the like handwritten leaflet that's passed around town. The pamphlet. Uh, <laughs> silly. Uh, but yeah, have have you had a, a lot of other ideas the past couple weeks? The the most potent idea that I've had that stuck around the longest because sometimes I'm like oh I have an idea I should write it down I won't forget it just like I just did and then I do forget it or I do write it down and then I'm like where's that piece of paper which is why I should always just put things in my phone but I'm trying to not be so dependent on my phone anymore Mm -hmm. and last night I'm happy to say I went to a party and did not look at my phone once. Hey, I left it good. in my purse. I put the purse on the couch and then I went out to the patio and did not look at it once. Nice. Um, I was I was impressed with myself. I don't know if anybody else is like so, but like I <laughs> I was impressed with myself. Um, anywho, the idea that stuck around with me from these past few weeks is previous episodes we've talked about. Um, movies and uh, things getting ratings on Rotten Tomatoes or Mm -hmm. whatever. I need a new movie rating system website program where I can put in my specific types as part of a questionnaire and then it gives me percentages like based on other people also liking that. Here is an example. Rotten Tomatoes. For the most part, I, if I haven't seen a movie, will rely on what the tomato rating is Mm -hmm. to tell myself whether or not it's worth it for me to invest the next two and a half hours of my life into this thing. Yeah. However... We were talking about Three Amigos. Three Amigos, yeah. And I don't know if we looked it up the last time or if it was after the podcast. Um, This is rated very low Yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. And in my head, I'm like, but how? And I know that should be certified fresh. That should be certified fresh. And the thing is, is I I understand that it's dated and there's probably some insensitive insensitivities. And and, oh, the whole movie is insensitive. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, But that shouldn't mean that. uh, I don't know. It's such a hard, fine line because. If it is offensive to some people, they should definitely have their voice be heard. Mm -hmm. But God, in my head, it's just one of the greatest comedic movies. And I don't want to miss out on a movie. Let's say Spaceballs. I don't know what Mm -hmm. that's certified fresh or whatever. But but, you know, like something of that era. Right. That is equally as comedic. I want to be able to have time be a a freshness mm-hmm. gauge. I don't know what what the system would be called or how you would rate it or gauge it or whatever, but I I also know that 
for the most part, something like Goodfellas, I'm totally into. Mm-hmm. I just started watching The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get nervous and I have to leave the room. <laughs> but I want to be able to say I like Goodfellas as a movie without it being like, here's more like that. Right. Which is a lot more in depth of a thing. And maybe I don't have the, the time to answer the questions that would pop up or yeah. whatever. But yeah, it would, this would definitely require like a pretty extensive questionnaire. But or like an, an algorithm. One. I just feel like if Pandora can do it with like what song comes next mm-hmm. and you can thumbs up or thumbs down. Right. And it learns what you like. Well, they should be for movies too. I think that there should also be certain parameters. Like you're talking about like cultural and racial insensitivity for Three Amigos. Maybe that's like uh, there's like a meter that based on what people have, you know, selected, like thumbs up or thumbs down, it will give you like the the meter of how racially insensitive it is without any like explanation because who's got time to read a bunch of stuff? It's like, right. just tell me, is this going to be offensive to me or not? And then maybe another thing, and I know that this one's a big one for people, but like, does a dog die in this movie? Because I don't want to see that. Yeah. That could be its own separate app. Yeah. Like, you know, if you put in a movie and it tells you, like, which moment to look away. Yeah. Or, okay, so specifically, um, and and this is just maybe for a person like me, it should just be, like, if we're going to go in this direction, like, the dog, the, the Beware of the Dog movie app. And mm-hmm. um, a particular movie that I saw one of my first years living in New York City because I remember the theater. It was an independent movie theater and the movie was called Tzatzi. Mm, Do you remember yeah. this movie or whatever? Like, I never saw it, but I remember it. 2004, two, mm. something like that, 2005, six. Um, the synopsis is that this like sort of gangstery guy in South Africa, not a gangster, but like a a, a not a juvenile delinquent either, but like a rough around the edges, making poor choices, dude. Yeah, wrong side of the tracks. Wrong side of the tracks, yeah. Um, finds this baby hmm. by accident in a paper bag and how that changes his life and his decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, without giving away too much more about the movie specifically, there are moments where you know his humanity is showing and he's like having a hard time like then leaving the baby somewhere even mm-hmm. though he didn't mean to acquire it and he's like not good at babies because why would he be and he mm-hmm. gets this can of condensed milk and he tries to like put some on the fi- on his finger and then feed the baby th- and then he has to go so he leaves the baby in the paper bag with the little bit of food and comes back later could have been moments, could have been, I don't really remember the movie all too much. Mm-hmm. But he comes back and he opens the bag and there's like a ton of ants Ugh. on this baby. And I'm watching the movie and I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, uh, I, I guess, okay. Like, and there are people in the theater kind of squirming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, whatever, okay. The movie goes on. About an hour and a half into the movie, a dog gets kicked. Hmm. I get up and I leave. <sighs> I don't know how this movie ends. 
I could not take it. <laughs> I, I, I like immediately was like so upset. I like I went from zero to 60, burst into tears and was like, I have to leave. And I left. Wow. And it's like it's the same thing happens with me and Game of Thrones, which I no longer mm. watch. And the Red Wedding was my last mm. um, episode. And most people are like, oh, too gory for you. eh?" And I was like, no, you can stab people and chop off their heads as like much as you want. But at the end of the episode, they put a crossbow inside of a yeah. kennel and you don't even see it. You just right. hear it. And I like fell to my knees and like bawling and was like, I can't. It's too hard. Yeah. Um, That would be a really, really beneficial for me. Movie rating. Mm-hmm. Another side story, if, if we're going to keep getting derailed. Sure. Um, in grade school, we had to read Where the Red Fern Grows. And then we were going to watch a movie. And mm-hmm. I got to read a different book. And watch a different movie or go to the library while the rest of the class watched the movie during class time um, and work on a different project because my mom wrote a letter to my teacher and was like, absolutely not. Whoa. She is too sensitive to this specific thing. She'll do twice as much work as everybody else. She's not doing this. Whoa. Way to go, Mayor. And I didn't. Yeah. I mean, she's got her You've redeemed yourself in this episode. <laughs> but watch your step. It's a slippery slope, Mayor. Yeah, right. Um, I'm so, trying, yeah. I'm just, okay. I'm looking at my uh, my idea list and uh, seeing if I have anything that can kind of go from that. Uh, let's rewind a little bit and talk about uh, when you did go away... And Mare painted your room. Okay. I'm just saying it's Mare. I don't know who actually painted the room, but your room was painted just so that I can work on the work with the segue of of wall paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my idea is wall paint, interior wall paint. Uh, and please tell me if we've talked about this before because it felt a little familiar. But paint that has that's kind of got embedded in it, I. Uh, maybe like a certain type of alloy or metal or whatever so that you could stick magnets to it. Whoa! Have we never talked about this before? If we did, I totally forgot. Okay, And cool. I'm just as excited. <laughs> Do you have any how idea how, would that be? how like amazing that would make hanging artwork? Just put That's magnets exactly on the back of the frame. Okay, so I have uh, I am some loving this. art... I have some art for myself, also stuff for the baby's room where it's like awkward sizes where if I'm going to get a frame for it, it has to be custom made and that's going to cost a zillion dollars. And I know that you can do the thing with like the binder clips and whatever, which is, you know, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always look the way you want it to look. Um, Although shout out binder clips. You're amazing. I love you. Uh, But if a wall had the ability to stick magnets to it, then you'd, all you need are like little magnets for the corners. Yeah. And you're good to go. And you could put a little a style in you there. Could. If you were a child's bedroom and you had the things on the walls, you could put those little colored letters and numbers on the corners to put it up. But then they're like maybe a teenager and now they want stars and guitars. Just change your magnets. 
Don't bring your credit cards in that room, though. No, but I feel like the chips, if we're talking, going back to the whole chip card reader things, yeah. you know, I feel like they're immune to the whole magnet situation. But it's also like it's not going to be super powerful. It's just like a, just enough so that a magnet will stick to it. Yeah. Well, that's remarkable. It'd be the same I as having a, like a, a refrigerator that you can put magnets yeah. on. You can bring your credit card in the kitchen. It's okay. It's true. You're right. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I do. It, I mean, like, just to go a little bit farther with interior decorating, not necessarily, like, just sticking it to magnets, but if you mm-hmm. wanted a little warmer, a little more natural feel, I mean, the paint and the magnetic thing in the paint doesn't change the structure of the wall and doesn't no. limit you to color. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, you could just put, like, floor to ceiling uh, corkboard. Mm. Which is, isn't cork, is cork sustainable? Uh, it's controversial. Okay. I believe that the sourcing of cork is a little iffy. The problem with cork boards, though, is that, like, after a while, they can get, like, a, they can get kind of weird and, like, worn. And, yeah, like, I guess, like, little pieces come out. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. I was like, otherwise, like, that could be a cool, a cool thing, too. And then you just have push pins. Right. Yeah, but if you don't if you don't want to put a hole in your art. Magnets. See, this Magnets. is why that's the superior idea. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay. I appreciate you're, you know, trying to advance things. I'm but. just trying to innovate in the moment and sometimes you gotta kill your babies. That's cool. Oh, All about it. I'm so into that. <laughs> It's also like sort of not just for artwork, but you could get different magnets and then you could like hang Mm -hmm. a jacket or um, part of my minimalist project for myself is normally we have these cabinets in our bedroom and they're Ikea kitchen cabinets, but they have nice Mm -hmm. doors on them and I put clothes inside of them. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I will wear clothes, jeans, t-shirts, whatever, and it's not like I wore it the whole day and it's not mm-hmm. dirty enough that I need to throw it in the laundry. So I'll just put it on the top of these cabinets and Chris is always like, get your clothes off the cabinet. But I don't like have a place for clothes mm-hmm. that I've worn so they're not super clean so I don't want to put them back but not dirty right. enough to wash. And I'm like, oh, there could be like just little hooks behind the door in the mm. room so they're not on the floor they're not on the cabinet but they're on the magnetic wall just hanging and then it's like quick grab and go when I like need to uh, I just want this magnetic paint now uh, what a great so idea we had the this pretty much same exact issue in, at my house with the whole I've got these clothes that you know maybe it's stuff that I only will wear like in the morning if I'm like going out to walk the dog it's yes. like, a, like a sweatshirt or something but then I'm, I'm going to change back to the... go to work. But then when yeah. I come home from work, I'm going to take off the uncomfortable clothes and put on the dog clothes again. Right. So I have a small, right next to the bed, on my side of the bed, like a little holding area for that like intermediary clothing. It's just actually an Ikea shoe rack. Yeah, I was like, can you broaden that? A holding area. Yeah, it's just like a place where clothing can go that isn't, clean but it's not dirty and it just needs to kind of stay there uh or maybe it's the kind of clothing where i'm going to be accessing it regularly 
and it's inconvenient to keep it someplace else but it's not like a pile on the floor or a pile on a chair right it's maybe just like (laughs) draped over yeah it's just draped over the top of this like shoe rack ah i need i need to get a thing like that (laughs) or like right now my solution after doing pretend minimalism is that i have these cubbies in the closet and Mm -hmm. most of them are stacked nicely and folded nicely and this one is just the front half of the cubby Uh uh-huh and i'm like just set it there and then when it gets too many clothes or too cluttered then just put them in the dirty laundry or like i don't know that's not really a Mm -hmm. solution but i'm working on it the point is i'm trying (laughs) (laughs) that's all that counts the point is Um, so i see that we're already like over 40 minutes uh do you want to move on to our challenges from last time? Sure. I say <laughs> sure because I'm a little not confident. I I tossed toggled back and forth between um, what I thought the challenges would be and how I could improve on the things, mm. and and so I'm a little bit judgmental of myself this time. But we can move on. Yes, let's move on. Do you want? Do you want to go, go first? Do you want to yeah. go first? Do you, okay, go first. So my challenge from you from last time was braces. Braces. And for a while, I was like a knee brace, a wrist brace. Like I went that direction and I Mm -hmm. thought like there's, um, you know how sometimes kids have bathroom crayons where they're in the bathtub and they can like write on the stuff. So if it was like a wrist brace, I thought you could have washable markers and you could like style it or you could like dip it like an Easter egg um, <laughs> to color it a different color. But then it wouldn't come off on your skin for whatever reason. But if you washed it in a particular thing, it could be because um, sometimes you don't want to have like a blue one every single day. Um, or... Um, then I went to teeth braces mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I for a time did Invisalign. Mm-hmm. I was not a happy customer. My teeth aren't that bad to begin with, but I just, I'm a snacker. I'm a yeah. squirrel. And every time you had to snack, you had to pop them out and then pop them back in. And then you had to like brush your teeth because you didn't want them sitting in those little trays. And then there's the old school braces that are the little squares on your teeth. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was of the time when I probably should have had braces, but my teeth weren't that bad. Like I said, Mm -hmm. Um, people would put these colored rubber bands on them. And I was the only thing I could think of was like mood rubber bands. Oh. So you know how if you were feeling a certain way or your body temperature was a certain way, they would change color, the rubber bands, based on your mood. Interesting. That was like all I thought of because I was like, well, you can just buy different colors. Yeah, but you can't put them on yourself. The orthodontist has to put them on. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. See, as somebody who never had braces, I was like, you just like change the colors. Uh, no, you, I mean, when you go to the orthodontist and they're messing with stuff, that's when they can change them. Uh, we actually live near an orthodontist and, uh, Portland is a, an extremely bike friendly city and a lot of businesses will have different bike racks outside of their place that 
maybe the eyeglass place has ones that look like a pair of glasses. So the orthodontist near us, braces by Dr. Joe, has these ones that look like teeth with braces on them. And you attach your bike to like the wire. And for different holidays and different occasions, he will change the, like the color of the what wire. Not the color of the wire, but I don't know what it is exactly, but he puts like these kind of giant, I guess, like bands around them with different colors. So Christmas will be like red and green and uh, St. Patrick's Day, they'll be green. And I know. love this guy. Yeah. And his bike so, rack. Uh. Yeah. So it's like, I, I appreciate that, you know, or whoever works there who's like having fun. Ah, people having fun. That's what I want. Okay, yeah. So I feel like I failed a little in my braces challenge because I I was hung up on what kind of brace it was. And then I was like, chances are if you've got like an injury where you need mm -hmm. to wear a brace, you're not thinking about fashion. You're thinking about like pain and inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Well, I do like the mood rubber bands. Yeah, that was like a... That's pretty cool. Like an innovation on on a... a play on an old trick. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, so you had challenged me, and uh, when we're recording this, we are a little less than a week past the 4th of July, and you had challenged me to ways to celebrate that are f- like not only dog-friendly, but also family-friendly, and you know, I don't remember if you said it explicitly, but... We're talking about avoiding fireworks, or at least the big booms and stuff, because mm-hmm. man, oh man, do I hate how my darling dog Daisy responds to fireworks. Yeah, which is heartbreaking. Which somebody set one off last night, and I was like, dude, really? Because of that one decision that you made, my dog now has to sleep in our bedroom like next to me because she's terrified. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's actually right now she's in her little the like hidey hole that we made out of like a dog crate for the actual 4th of July that's like covered in blankets like a sensory deprivation uh, station for her uh, so we're not going to it's it's impossible to change everybody's mind about using fireworks on the 4th of July it's just impossible yeah Uh you can go places if you know if you have the option maybe you can go someplace where you're miles and miles and miles away from the nearest firework but that's not going to be everybody's situation in a fantasy world where people will all decide to stop using fireworks this idea lives and it is certainly a fun way to celebrate and can involve you know bright lights and stuff but i think that it's time to just explore glow in the dark and black light technology and have parties with that kind of stuff for fourth of july uh rather than you know going out and setting off explosives i like it it'll never happen i know It'll you know what happen. I just thought, though? What? As you were t- saying this idea, I was like, it would be super great to do, like, a basketball court-sized or bigger 
basement dog park. Ooh. That you could check your dog into for like mm-hmm. a super fun 4th of July festivities. Yeah. So that they're underground so they don't hear it and with other dogs and distracted by like an agility course and also right. toys and stuff. And you could, it could be sort of like not sleepaway camp, but like after school daycare for your dog on right. the 4th of July when we know specifically that those sounds and things are going to be happening yeah it's 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 tough you just want to do everything you can for these little critters i know and you can't explain it to them they don't understand logic and i wish i could understand what about them makes these dogs crazy because it's not like they're aggressively loud certainly fireworks on the tv are much louder and clearer, I was going to say, we've watched TV shows louder than fireworks. But that doesn't register. There's something about the fireworks themselves. I don't know if it's like... The smell? The smell of it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I don't know. For the smell of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. But something must be done for our poor doggies. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there, but maybe next 4th of July... You guys come on out to Oregon, bring Road Dog, and we'll go on out to like the woods and uh, have like a puppy party there because there's oh, yeah, no fireworks out. Amazing. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Consider this your invitation. Woo um, Yeah. So, challenges for next time. Do you have anything lined up? I do. I would you like got? you to innovate a thermos. Thermos. Okay. Thermoses are pretty hot right now. And that's not and that's not like a play on words. I liked it though. I liked it though. Uh no, but for real, they're super popular right now. Uh okay. So for you and this has to do with something that had gone on in in my life recently. Uh I want you to come up with a a better and easier to install, although I don't want to give you too many parameters, okay. but uh, window covering solutions. Okay. Cool? Yep. I'm writing it down. Thermos window covering solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just tell you a little bit about what happened. So we ordered these blinds from this company. I will not say their name, but... Uh, we have used them in the past at another place and they were great and they were inexpensive and the installer was amazing and was very fast. Uh, this time around the installer was a big dumb, dumb. He was very rude. Uh, he, no, he was, he thought he was being nice, but he was being a jerk without realizing it. I think it's just like someone who doesn't realize that what they're doing and saying is rude. Um, he put a lot of unnecessary holes in the wall that I then had to like patch and paint over, which means I had to go like get more paint and all that kind of stuff. And then um, after he left, we found a rusty razor blade on the floor in the baby's room. I know. And also just like a bunch of screws. And he left a bunch of his tools at the place. And uh, 
was this wasn't this guy's fault, but like one of the blinds was like too short. They measured wrong. Yeah, it was just like ugh. Sounds like a mess left and right. Totally. So, uh, that's why I need you, Louise. That's why I'm gonna try to the think. The world of needs you. Yeah, the world needs you. Uh, and all right. So obviously, everybody should call in their great ideas to 304-804-IDEA. Especially people ideas. who I've seen IRL who have said, hey, I have this and I stick my fingers <laughs> in my ear and I'm like, la, 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 call in. We know that you all have ideas and that, that you're hiding from us. Uh, please share. 304-804-IDEA. Call them in. Write them into greatideapod at gmail.com. Um, we're at greatideapod everywhere. We have a Patreon up. It's uh, patreon.com slash great idea pod uh, you can get some neat things if you would like to make a donation to us uh, so that we can keep this podcast going and our new podcast that we are actually going to maybe record the first episode of in a few minutes <laughs> Louisa to Beaver <laughs> I'm excited the podcast in which Louise and me Louise's co-host uh talk talk about each episode of and there are a lot of episodes of leave it to beaver um we have both never seen it before right to our knowledge i've seen bits we've all seen bits but not ever like sit down and consume an episode yeah and i'm just gonna say i've been like as i've been watching them i've been like digging deep and doing some research and like finding new things out and man oh man there's some fascinating stuff going on uh, behind the walls of the Cleaver household. I'm just going to put it that way. I'm really pumped. I'm really pumped. Yeah. Uh, this was an idea that came to me in a dream. I had a dream that we had this podcast and we are making it happen. And I uh, believe in figure, your dreams. We figure why the hell not? Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and we hope that you enjoy taking this ride with us. It's um, also like in my head a way for baby boomers to get into podcasts because maybe sure. they're like, I don't want to listen to a news one, or like the kids are doing some weird stuff. But take yeah. this trip down memory lane with something if, you're totally familiar with. If you have any thoughts about Leave It to Beaver or Louisa to Beaver. You can write them into louisetobeaver at gmail.com, which I just registered before we started recording this episode of this podcast. Nice. Yeah. Finally, well, an email address that hasn't been taken. I think that's <laughs> swell. Isn't it? All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Sticking it out with us. Thanks. Thanks and for hanging thanks out, for, John. Thanks for hanging out, Louise. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Don't see it happening.